Hey there, welcome back to Booming It. I'm John Cremens. I am so glad you've taken the chance and the opportunity to stop by the podcast today. Because if you were listening last time uh, in episode eight, we were actually talking about how to take an invention. So if you're a Booming It entrepreneur and you have a new product or an idea, we talked about you know taking it from the idea stage and getting it to a point where you can start to pitch it, to start to sell it, to start to make some moolah, yeah, some money. Well, on today's second of the two-part series, we're gonna be talking about pitching your product or an idea. Now, I probably just freaked you out, right? Because pitching your idea, really, is a lot of fun. At least, I think so. I mean, it probably freaked you out, but everything that you've done up to this point, if you were listening during the first episode and we were talking about the manufacturing and creating it and becoming an expert on the product, well, then you've uh, done a tremendous job if you followed the first episode, right? Well, now uh, we're going to talk about people and how they react to your product or idea. I mean, you should have a, a tremendous amount of confidence right now, especially if you were listening to episode eight when we were talking about the, uh, you know, getting and becoming an expert, getting all the information, knowing your product inside and out. I mean, you should be a juggernaut, a pitch perfect potential at this point. I mean, I said, well, should. If you are the most entrepreneurs that are in the world today, they're probably not. I mean, don't feel bad. I mean, we're going to work on all of that. It's all part of what we're going to do address uh, in uh, this look at pitching your product or idea, uh, all from my uh, book, From the Inventor's Blueprint to Success, uh, which you can find pretty much anywhere where you can buy books today, Amazon or, or Apple Books. Uh, as well. And you know what? What we're going to do in, in, in this part of it all, in this second of the two-part series, we're really going to take you to pitch school. You know, I've taught thousands of people uh, my basic pitch points for success. They've paid thousands of dollars for the expertise of someone that has successfully pitched over 100,000 different products and generating over $2 billion in sales. Now, you're going to get ahead of the game with this one because the information that I'm giving you that I usually charge people for is something that you can use in your daily life no matter what it is. Whether you're pitching an invention or an idea, you're becoming an entrepreneur, you're pitching your business, or you're just pitching the fact that you want to watch football on Sunday uh, to your significant other. And they, they may not like sports. But literally, if you do it right and you follow the rules... You should be able to do it, too. Um, because, listen, I mean, look at it this way. You're going to get ahead of the game. I've done all of the trial and error work ahead of you. No doubt. I mean, a lot of it. Even if you only take away 10% of what I'm about to tell you, I know you're going to have some of the essence it'll take to be successful. As the person who ha will have the passion and the belief in your product or idea, it only makes sense that you would be the ideal candidate for the job of presenting your product. I mean, think about this. Sometimes that's not always the case. At some point, you might have to hire someone or assist you with your pitch or sales. But for now, I mean, there's a lot of you that can do it. Although you may not know it yet, chances are you've already been selling your invention more often than you think. If this is your first attempt at face-to-face -face sales, I suggest you immerse yourself in everything related to the art of selling. Uh, it should take only a few minutes of searching online to, to discover, really, there are thousands of books 
there are classes, there's training seminars, there's websites, there's support sites. I mean, the list goes on and on. And it all gives you a look at their sales approach and successful sales techniques. There's a wealth of information out there that's ready to be used. And here's one of my uh, key uh, to successful pitching, or uh, let's say the key to successfully pitching your product, idea, or invention to a customer or company is being concise and being clear. I mean, you have the the best idea for a product that'll save people time and energy, but if you can't convey that, that idea quickly and in a way that's understandable, a potential customer is unlikely to buy your product or idea. So let's do this. We're going to start out with hook it. The first step in developing the perfect pitch for your product or idea. And that's developing the hook. The hook is the first 30 seconds to maybe a minute of your pitch that entices your potential customer to want to know more and even go far enough to buy it. Now, here's what you do. You need to come up with a short yet powerful problem solution intro to the pitch that's real. Uh, it touches the actual imagination of your customer. You need to be able to relate the problem you've identified and then the incredible solution you came up with to solve the problem. You need to describe it so well that they're going to envision themselves actually using your product. Now, I tell my clients, this is the moment where if your customer closed their eyes and heard what you were saying, they'd actually see the problem you've described and then probably encounter in their own life. Seriously. I mean, you can do that. It would leave them realizing that that problem that you just described is real. There is a solution. And the moment that they've, uh, that sense that, and visualization that, yeah, um, I've had that problem. I like your solution. Well, you've got them. They're going to be interested. If you sense they're reaching for their wallet, make sure to close the sale. Because uh, you need to describe your product so well that they're going to envision themselves actually using it. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've been approached by an inventor or an entrepreneur wanting to pitch an idea or a product, then only to waste the first few minutes with small talk. Uh, useless banter, if you will. Um, don't ever be that inventor or entrepreneur. I know that sounds cold, uh, but you need to look at it this way. Not all entrepreneurs get to actually have a face-to-face -face with a person that could possibly help their product succeed. You know, So many walk up not realizing that, well, my time is valuable too. At an industry trade show, maybe a convention that I go to, my time is scheduled out. Minutes are at a premium. I'm always being pulled one way or another. Now, I respect an inventor that has their pitch ready and starts engaging me the moment I give them my attention. Those that come with a great hook make me stop. Uh, and that happens a lot. Even some of the world's best sharks do the same thing. Their time is limited. You have only a few moments to grab their attention. So here's my tip. Relax. Take a breath. Feel comfortable with the knowledge that you, that you really are truly the best expert in the world to talk about your problem. Now, I have four simple tips. Now, I know you might be driving, so you won't be able to write these down. You can always go back to the podcast and listen to it later. But here are four simple tips to follow once you're ready to make your elevator pitch. Keep your introduction succinct. That's number one. Don't begin the pitch with a long resuscitation about yourself, your achievements, your company's history. Um, you know what? A lot of that doesn't matter. Uh, it's only building you up. I'd rather hear about your product. Now, show self-assurance. That's number two. 
Let your confidence show. Number three is sell the value, not the price of the product. I mean, I don't want cheap. I want a solution to an everyday problem that value outweighs the price. Because if you sell me on the value alone and how it how literally uh, it solves my problem, I'll pay anything. So don't go to price right away, but sell the value of the fact that you've come up with an idea, a problem uh, solution solver that, that literally I'd pay anything for. Now, number four is make sure that your solution solves real problems. And I say that, and, and please take this to heart. Just because you've come up with an idea or an invention doesn't make you a boomer entrepreneur and a genius. Because sometimes the problem's really not as real as you think it is. And sometimes the problem is only, well, how you see it or only happening in your life. There are a lot of people that don't see the problems the same way we do. So think about it now. Make sure that your solution solves real problems. Those are the first four simple tips I can give you when you're getting ready for your uh, your pitch. Now, there's something else too, and this is another quick tip for you. Personalize your pitch. Know who you're talking to. Make sure your product's pitch is relevant to their lifestyle, and then, and then maybe helps to capture their imagination. Make sure what you're saying is important to the person that you really are um, you're speaking to. Now, think about this. We've told you the, the beginning parts, the beginning steps of, of how to pitch this great product and invention that you came up with here on, on Booming It today. But being part of a boomer entrepreneur, you really know have to really know what you're selling, what your idea, what your, uh, your solution to that everyday problem is. So here's what I need you to do. Think about this. And I had a producer uh, the, on one of my shows at the television shopping channel tell me, you know what, John, take the customer on a tour. Now, when I, when I first thought about that, I thought, okay, take him on a tour. What am I going to do? I mean, how am I going to do that? And I was selling jewelry at the time. That tour began with a look at the ring itself, the beauty and the color of the gemstones, where the gemstones came from and how unique and rare they were. The amount of time that it took a, a cutter of gems to do the precise cuts to bring out the most beautiful radiance and sparkle on each and every gemstone. And if that weren't enough, those stones grabbing your attention, the setting was there to secure and make sure that those stones were perfectly set in place. The magnificence of the gold or the silver alloys that were molded and shaped and created to make this spectacular looking ring that's going to make you look fantastic at a cocktail party or dinner party. I just took you on a tour. Not a big tour, but a tour long enough for you to be looking at everything I'm talking about. And if you are watching, that's what you do. Uh, you know, and, and literally that happens. Now, I'm so remember when I talk about a tour, I'm not talking about talk about your building, your neighborhood, or your city. I'm talking about show your product utilizing the features and benefits that you wrote down during the inventing process. So when you're creating your idea or your invention, perfect opportunity now to really sit down and work on it, right? Uh, it's This tour, as you start to focus on the features and benefits of your product, really start to relate to the audience. 
or the person that wants to buy your product, or at least you want them to buy your product, right? By doing the tour, you focus on the features and benefits. To make this process flow easily, though, what I would say is pick the top three relatable features that you can demo and the benefits that are tied to them. Now, it's important not to attempt to pack everything about your invention into a short amount of time. Because, okay, if you come up to me at a show and you say, John, I want to, I want you to help me, I'm going to look at you after you've told me a billion things that this product does, I will get completely lost. What you need to do, and think about this, their time is limited. The person that you're talking to, and yes, they're interested in your invention, they're in, interested in your idea, but time is very valuable. They do not have a lot of time. So you've got to make sure that as you're pitching that invention, that you're not overwhelming them. You know, I mean, think about this. In today's world, most people don't have the time to go in depth on anything, especially a potential product purchase. I'm not saying that they don't want to be educated in their purchase, but they'd rather find out what they need to know and then go. It's just the way it is today. Your decision as to what features and benefits you're going to use during your pitch could really lead to the success of your product or gang it can be a very ugly conclusion. Yeah, make sure that each feature can be demonstrated thoroughly and the benefits of what is to be shown is related to the person or the people that you're actually talking to. Look at your choice this way. There's only two ways to go. The features of your product show what amazing things your product can do. Sometimes that can be a bit too technical, but by focusing on the benefits that your product provides, the decision becomes an emotional one for your potential customer. Once they see how much easier their life is going to be or how much time they're going to save after your purchase, um, they have a better chance of closing the sale. And you're a lot closer to actual uh, success. So that's my start. That's where I go. I mean, when I'm teaching people that spend thousands of dollars for my advice and, you know, me helping them to perfect their pitch, that's one of the things I look at. You know, from the start of the pitch to the beginning of the pitch, and then, of course, the closing of well. So here it is, the anatomy of the perfect pitch. Now, you're going to want to be sitting down for this one. Okay, you probably are. Or maybe you're laying down or you're driving your car. Here's the thing. The anatomy of a perfect pitch and this will be my final look at, you know, pitching your product intervention idea. But think about this. If you've gotten this far uh, and follow a good portion of the steps and the tips that I've shown you already, you're now ready to put your pitch together. So let's look at all the parts together. Here's what your pitch template should look like. First, here's the problem. Relate the problem that needs to be solved in ways that your audience or potential customers will envision themselves having the same product. So if, you're the, if you have done all of your research, and remember, this goes back to our research that we talked about in, in part one of this two-part series, you literally have to educate yourself so that you're an expert, not just on the product you created, the solution, but also a, an expert on the problem. Because you're going to build it so that the problem is relatable to whoever you're trying to sell your product or invention to or your idea to, right? I mean, it's, it's very important. Now, once you give them the problem, now you go to, here's the solution. You relate that solution to the problem in ways that your audience or your potential customer is going to envision themselves using your problem. Think about this just for a second. Every 
problem has a solution. Your solution, though, is the best answer to solving that problem. And here's why. Now, what you want to do, once you get to that point, and that's usually in the first 30 seconds to a minute, take a tour of your product with the features and benefits. I mean, here's why the product makes your customer's life easier. Um, and, and a lot easier than what they're currently doing because it's not working, right? Because you have the perfect solution to the problem. So, I mean, that's good. So if you get that far, and hopefully you have, remember, it. most important to any and all of this is always be closing. Close the sale every time you get a chance. If you don't ask for the order, you are never going to get the sale. Incorporate your close after every demo that relates to the features and benefits of your, your product, your idea, your invention. And once the person that you're trying to sell for the group of people that you're trying to influence after every demo relating the feature and benefits um, and you've got them envisioning using your product uh, and gang, if you don't close the sale at that point, you're missing the boat because you need to always be closing. You've heard it before, the ABCs, right? Yeah, always be closing. Now, there's so much that I could teach you, and I know that in, in more episodes of Booming It, we're going to go further into this. But what I wanted you to do, especially for those of you that are new to this entrepreneur thing, maybe you've become a budding new inventor or an inventionist, or, or maybe a solutionist, the problems. Um, there are certain ways to do it and certain ways to not. If you came in late or you perhaps are looking at this, I'm listening to this podcast, uh, episode nine of my series, then you might want to go back. And this is season one. You might want to go back to well, episode eight because that goes and tells you all the things you need to know from idea to protecting your idea to producing and manufacturing your idea. And then that's a lead it into, well, today's uh, episode, uh, pitching your product and idea. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, interesting things that, you know, you'll find as you go along in this process. But remember, I mean, if there's any takeaway on this whole entire look at inventing, uh, this whole entire look on presenting your idea and your, and your product, is that the confidence that you need to be able to do this, even if you're not a professional salesperson, maybe you've never sold anything in your entire life. And if you tell me that you've not sold anything in your entire life, I'm going to tell you you're a liar. Because your entire world, your entire life is pitching. You may not realize it, but everything you do in your life is a pitch. I had a good uh, friend of mine um, that always used to say life is a pitch, so buy it. And it's true. When you were a child, you were young, you're trying to sell your mom on getting you a, a, an ice cream cone or something. There's always a way that you did it to get one. And asking it, that's that's kind of that whole deal of, you know, of, of being able to, you know, find the problem, <laughs> which you wanted ice cream, and finding a solution and how to get mom to buy one. So we started young in our lives and throughout our lives, whether it's uh, going on a date the first time or, you know, buying your first car or everything and anything you did to, uh, to, you know, to do in your life, you pitched it. I mean, when you got married or when you fell in love with somebody, you're still pitching. You're pitching yourself. You're pitching the reasons why you are the solution to your, uh, your special someone's problems. 
<laughs> That's kind of the way it is. So your life's a pitch, gang. And, and I hope that you were able to find that and, and get that out of uh, this episode of Booming It for the Boomer Entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to me. I've got so many more things to tell you about uh, being an entrepreneur in the, in the Boomer world. But also there's more things about life and fun things that I've done in my career that I think you're going to have a blast with as well. So once again, keep booming it. I'm John Creamer.